Yo, what is going on, everyone? It is your auntie's favorite fantasy analyst back again today with another fantasy football video. In today's video, I'm going to be going over Josh Jacobs' player profile. I'm going to be talking about how Josh Jacobs looked last year, obviously as a rookie in the NFL, and talk about how I believe he will play come this season in 2020. If you guys want to check out other videos on player profiles, I have two up right now, Cam Newton and Austin Eckler, and there's going to be a lot more coming before we reach the beginning of the NFL season. So if you guys want more content just like this, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. It is free. And if you guys want to see some write-ups, some rankings, all that stuff is on my Patreon, my draft guide, patreon.com slash notoriousfantasy, link down below in the description. It's pretty cheap to, just so that I can make sure that everyone can get it. So let's get right Right into it, Josh Jacobs player profile. The first thing to talk about here with Josh Jacobs is obviously his workout metrics. That's the beginning of every player profile video for me. FFPC ADP in 2020, 15.23. So right now as I'm recording this, on July 12th, he is going as a second round pick. He is a Las Vegas Raiders, formerly an Oakland Raider. 5'10", 220 pounds. This guy's an absolute fucking unit. He's thick with like 30 Cs. His workout metrics are not very hot, but that's A-OK because the guy plays like a goddamn beast. A 4 Six nine, very nice. Forty yard dash, twenty second percentile, twenty ninth percentile speed score, thirty fourth percentile burst score. His agility is apparently so bad that it's not even ranked, and he has thirty fourth percentile bench. So obviously the first thing to talk about here is the Raiders offensive line. I thought this was important to note since the beginning of how good a running back could be really starts with the offensive line because sure, if you're the best running back ever, your offensive line doesn't necessarily matter too much. But obviously, even if you're a great player, if your offensive line is even better, that obviously is able to boost your production because you're having guys actually stop and not be a turnstile so that Josh Jacobs would get plowed in the backfield. So Pro Football Focus, a.k.a. PFF, ranks the Raiders offensive line as the numero uno, the number one, the cream of the crop offensive line in the NFL. The team has not lost a starter from their 2019 unit and anchored by Rodney Hudson. PFF believes he is the best center in the NFL. Do I agree that the Raiders have the best O-line in the league? No, I'd say they have a probably above average league, or not above average league, an above average offensive line, but sure, they are very good, and pro football focus is very accurate, so I'm going to go ahead and believe that they have the best O-line in the league, which is obviously going to help Josh Jacobs out because he's going to be able to run and not get his ass clapped in the backfield, but it is the same O-line he had last year, so don't expect them to be all that much better, probably very similar to the production they put up last season, obviously for the offensive line, but Jacobs gets one year older as a sophomore in the NFL. Obviously, we expect more things out of him than as a rookie out of Alabama. So Josh Jacobs' stats last year were pretty good for a rookie. He only played in 13 games, though, but that didn't really stop him from putting up a productive season ranking as the 21st best running back in fantasy football. He had 14.7 PPR points per game, which ranked 15th at the running back position. So when he was healthy, the guy was an absolute beast. And why was it? It was because his carry total and his rushing ability is very, very good. 242 carries, 18.6 per game, 13th at running back. We kind of saw this coming because John Gruden doesn't give a damn about if you're a rookie, a sophomore, a junior. You could be in the NFL for 30 years. And if... Gruden thinks you're a workhorse, he will jam the ball down the opponent's throat using you. So 242 carries as a rookie, I expect that number to go up. 1,150 rushing yards, 88.5 per game, 7th at the running back position. I also expect that number to go up, but where I really see an increase in numbers is right here at the target and reception total. 28 total targets last season, which is a measly 2.2 per game, 46th at the running back position. And he had 20 receptions, 0.23 per game. Shout out to Michael Jordan, 47th at running back. So the guy was not very 
very hot at catching the ball, but it wasn't really his fault that he wasn't catching a lot of passes because he caught 20 of the 28 targets. He just wasn't getting a whole lot of targets. Now, Mike Mayock actually came out a few months ago and said, I want to get Josh Jacobs the ball more in the passing game. We believe that Josh Jacobs could be a threat in the pass catching game, and we need to get him the ball more, and I completely agree with that. And a lot of the time, coach speak is a bit of bullshit. They kind of tell you, oh, this is going to happen, and then in reality, they do a 360 split, and it's the complete fucking opposite thing. But in this case, I don't think Mayock is lying to us. We saw Josh Jacobs be productive when he gets the ball in his hands, so why not get the ball in your playmaker's hands even more? 166 receiving yards last year, 12.8 per game. Obviously, since he wasn't getting a lot of receptions, how the fuck is he going to get any receiving yards? 49th at running back. He really had a good time, though, in the red zone and in the total touchdown category. 44 red zone touches, 3.4 per game. 11th at running back and a total touchdown total of 7. 17th at running back. I do expect that to rise, though. While it is pretty hard to predict touchdowns at the running back position, because a guy like Aaron Jones last year, people say, oh, he's going to get seven touchdowns, and the guy scores a zillion touchdowns, and is the touchdown leader in the NFL. So it's kind of hard to predict it, but when you see a guy get 44 red zone touches in 13 games, you would assume he'd find the end zone more than seven times, especially if he can play a whole 16-game season. So his stats from his rookie season were obviously very good. He was the best rookie in fantasy football at the running back position, ahead of a guy like David Montgomery, who many thought could have been better than Josh Jacobs. So Josh Jacobs is a very, very efficient running back. This is something I want to talk about because since the O-line is still the same, we could assume that he could be just as efficient, especially even if he gets better as a running back coming into his second season in the NFL. So he had a 4.5 true yards per carry. Now, you might be wondering, Nick, what the fuck does true yards per carry mean? It discounts all rushes over 10 yards. Now, you might think, Nick, why do you want to disregard the fact that the guy was running the ball for 15, 20 yards uh, multiple times every game or, like, once a game? It's because it makes the number more fair. It makes you figure out how efficient the guy actually was at running the ball because your yards per carry number could be significantly risen by one huge run in the game. So this makes it obviously easier easier to figure out how efficient the guy actually was. He ranked 13th in true yards per carry. He had five yards per touch, 23rd at running back, 13 total breakaway runs, one per game. That is rushes of 15 or more yards, which are getting discounted by the true yards per carry because this guy was doing it every single game he played, busting one off for the boys back home. Third at running back, 81 total evaded tackles, 6.2 per game, eighth at running back, and a 30.9% juke rate. This guy was putting the, uh, the other team on ice skates, on stilts, giving them a nice spinorama and running right past him ranking sixth in the NFL. So Josh Jacobs, a very efficient runner, clearly a very talented runner based on what we saw in 2019. Now, what did they do in the offseason to help make Josh Jacobs an even better running back? Before I get into that, please make sure if you guys have enjoyed this video thus far to please click that subscribe button. And if you're listening on the podcast app, please make sure to give me a review of five stars. The review is down right now because I say I curse a little too much. People get a little sensitive. It's okay. I just personally don't want to look like a bum with a three and a half rating on there. So like I said, in the 2020 NFL drafts, they brought in multiple players to help out Mr. Josh Jacobs. Now, they don't necessarily inadvertently help him because it's not like it's a new O-line or something, but the O-line was great. Like we said, it's just new pieces on that offense. Wide receiver Henry Ruggs gets picked in the first round out of Alabama. This guy's an absolute fucking speedster. He's like Sonic. He's like Lightning McQueen. He's like Hussein Bolt out there, like Tyreek Hill. The guy is a barn burner. The guy is literally there to make the defense shit themselves because now they don't have to worry about fucking old man Hunter Renfro, who's actually 23. Now they're scared of Henry Ruggs, who could bust their ankles into next season. And while Derek Carr is still the starting quarterback, he can definitely throw the ball deep down the field 
to Henry Ruggs to obviously make him a threat. And obviously having another threat that can stretch the field is going to help out Josh Jacobs because now the defense is scared of the one-two punch. They're scared of Jacobs, and they're also scared of Speedy McGee, Henry Ruggs. In the third round, they bring in one of those guys that people be like, oh, he's the next Taysom Hill and Lynn Bowden running back slash wide receiver of the Kin. Tucky team he was a pretty good player obviously not necessarily a running back not a wide receiver he's a mix and match I don't know what that really like it'll bring some type of special toolkit to the offense doesn't really help hit uh, Josh Jacobs too much but I thought it was notable and in round three out of the Cox the South Carolina game Cox they bring in wide receiver Brian Edwards and last but very not least, they bring in why or not wide receiver, they bring in quarterback Marcus Mariota of the Tennessee Titans. After that man got his job stolen from Ryan Tanny God, he had to, you know, move on, get the fuck out of there, and try to restart on a new team in Las Vegas. Probably won't be the, he's not gonna be the starting quarterback unless Derek Carr plays like absolute dog shit. I really don't see a reason why Marcus Mariota would get his number called to play or unless Derek Carr obviously ended up getting hurt. So all these pieces together besides Marcus Mariota and besides Lynn Bowden are really going to be helping out Mr. Josh Jacobs get better on the team. I think a second year in the NFL, we're not going to see a sophomore slump. We're going to see an increase in production from Josh Jacobs in 2020. And having that very strong offensive line, ranking one according to pro football focus, is obviously going to be very helpful for Josh Jacobs' development as a player. And Gruden's and Mayock's likelihood to want to get the ball in his hands more by dumping the ball off. So my verdict on Joshua Jacobs is to draft this motherfucker. I like him as a first-round pick right now. I do. I would not hesitate to draft him in the first round. But he's going to fall to the second round in a lot of leagues. And if you can get him and any other player in the first round, your team is going to be the best in the league strictly off of that turn. Josh Jacobs has top five potential. He has leading league rusher potential. He could be the rushing title owner. They're going to run the ball a lot. And with a bad defense like the Oakland Raiders kind of have and in a division where you're going to be in games where the barns are getting burned, the scores are going to be flying up, especially with Patrick Mahomes in that division. They're going to try to have to run up the score, and you you can run up the score by handing the fucking rock to Josh Jacobs, and I think that this even further makes it obvious that he's going to have to be involved in the passing game because they're not just, when you're down, you can't just run it a million times. You're going to have to dink and dunk to Josh Jacobs, get the guy open in space, give him a nice screen action, and I talked about Henry Ruggs being a really big down-the-field threat, but he's also a very good player. Just get the guy the fucking ball, and the opponent is going to be scared. Josh Jacobs is going to make a lot of people scared this year because if the guy can stay healthy, he's a fucking monster, and I really believe in him this season. That's why I I stamp a round one grade on Josh Jacobs. I really believe he has top five potential. I think he could even finish inside of the top three, but it's kind of hard to get up there with guys like CMC. Obviously, CMC is Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, and Ezekiel Elliott, and Alvin Kamara kind of being those top three guys, but if one of those guys was to get hurt, don't be surprised when Joshua Jacobs steps all up in there and yells, go Raiders! Thank you guys all for watching this video. If you ended up enjoying, please make sure to, to click that subscribe button. Make sure to tell your auntie I said what's up. Make sure to have a great rest of your day. I really do love all you guys. The support is unreal. My last video, I actually tried to do a different idea, something I've never seen on YouTube, and it didn't do really too good, but it will be on your screen right now, so please check that out. It is called Players I Have Difficult T ranking. I love you all. I'll see you motherfuckers tomorrow. Good boy.